Welcome to Everything's Not Fine. I'm Kelly Budnick. And I'm Nicole Allen. You know, we're two friends that have done a lot of life together. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes it can feel really lonely. Especially in this era of filtered pics and curated highlight reels. So we're here to remind you that you're not alone. Life can be messy and crazy and great all at the same time. We're so glad you're here to join us in our unfiltered and no BS real talk because everything's not fine. Hello, hello. We're back. Are we? Well, (laughs) we'll see. We will see. We're in the same room. Kelly is in Spokane. Yes, she is. It has been a day, as always. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> has it? Oh, no. <laughs> Here's a warning. We are brain dead. <laughs> we had the Super Bowl yesterday, which we are going to talk about in a moment. Yes. <clears throat> Jim and I had to come into town for a work thing for Jim. We made it a weekend. We got a hotel one night on Valentine's weekend. Oh. As one does. Bow chicka wow wow. There was bow wow. (laughs) No. Oh, God. Never mind. (laughs) Um, But we did... Well, now you threw me off. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I threw myself off. <laughs> oh, no. I I mean, it was all purely coincidence, but we were at the hotel, and I in the, they have, like, all these Valentine's specials going on, and I was like, honey, we're celebrating Valentine's Day for the first time ever. <laughs> totally. Oh, my God. Totally planned it. It was all me. <laughs> it was intentional. I won't credit. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even have any fun underwear, so I can't say that was actually true. So here's the only problem with that is that we all know that you do subscriptions and we know you do have fun underwear all the time. Yeah, but I mean, they might be fun designs, but they're cotton. Right. So, sure. well, okay. or I feel that. I bamboo see. or whatever right. the going <laughs> cool thing is. Threads are. Yeah. <laughs> they're breathable. That's what I can tell you. <laughs> They are not cut in a sexy fashion, gotcha. and they're breathable. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I opt for the granny version of the subscription. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then I do have one cute lacy bra, and then I was looking at it. I'm sorry if you're listening and you're any man other than my husband. Um, <laughs> I was. I put it on. It just happens to be the one that pushes things up appropriately. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know how your bras can get, like, deodorant stained like that? I was like, cool. My sexy bra looks like I've been running a marathon in it (laughs) right now permanently. Well, it's that time of life, too. But then it just happens. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Yeah. Well, while you guys were having fun, uh, I was just working on, like, crazy crap with work. And so I was very happy that you came to town and yes. it was the thing to look forward to. Just get through. Just do the work. Just do the work. Yes. 
Well, and you are going to have a week of just do the work. Yes. Um, but you at, on Saturday, you go to Mexico. Yes. So it's worth it. It will be worth it. It's going to be worth it. It's just uh, buckle up. Just do this. At least you have a super busy week, so it probably will fly by. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. And actually, most everybody on there this week is also people that I really enjoy, so that's fun. Oh, and, good. Or at least it's helpful. Yeah. Because when it's just like, oh, this new random thing and this new random person and this other what have you that you're just, that becomes very stressful. Yeah. So, yeah. So that at least is something, but it will, it will be busy, crazy. It's okay. I'll sleep then. I'll sleep. I'll sleep at the end. Sleep on the plane. There we go. And then just spend your life at the swim up bar the rest of the time. Yes, will do. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, I love that journey for you. I do too. I'm still bitter. <laughs> and apparently I'm going to sing this whole episode with my beautiful singing voice. Ooh, that could be an adventure. <laughs> no. Um, okay, we need to talk about the important thing, which is the Super Bowl halftime show. I know we're taking a risk by talking about this for a couple of reasons. First of all, by the time people listen to this, they will not want to hear anything else about the Super Bowl halftime show because every meme, every everything has talked about it and they're going to be over it. Too bad. Because so sorry. Yeah, this was the this was the big event. In fact, it was more of the like, why is there football at my concert? That's yes. you know. And it was very annoying when it was over and we had to go back to football and I'm mad. So <laughs> I would like those exact same people to plan a world tour, please. Oh my God. That would be amazing. God, it was so good. So good. I, I need to say, first of all, <clears throat> excuse me. You guys know by now that I'm not an overly like sexual person. I'm not a, not one of those people that walks around life like, oh, he's beautiful. Oh, he's handsome. Oh, oh, oh. I'm that's not me. But I do have a few special people. Mm-hmm. And um at the number two slot on that list, like I'm talking above Jason Momoa, above all of the like people that most women drool over is Dr. Dre. And <laughs> and Jim knows it. Like, oh, he, he knows. Last night, he's like, oh, I know. Uh, I know you'd uh, leave me for Dr. Dre. In a hot shit minute. Like, I wouldn't even <laughs> say goodbye. I would just go. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a predicament for me yesterday when we were watching the halftime show. And he walked out and my whole body got the tingles <laughs> in a room full of a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of men who I've known for 25 years. <laughs> all of their offspring, ranging in ages from 15 to 2 or 3. Um, it's a little awkward. It was, it was, I feel you got hot and sweaty. sweaty just thinking about how that was uncomfortable for me. No. I mean, sort of, yes, but no. I just love that man. He is beautiful. He is, and he is looking fine for his age. He has aged. I mean, well. yes. 
It's quite nice. And his voice is just like butter. <laughs> oh, please give me a moment. Yeah. So while Kel was mesmerized and, and we had talked like, oh, yeah. I'm going to be We had plans. We had plans. And she's just mesmerized and feeling all tingly. And I am dancing like a fool. I'm just like, oh, I got to stand up for this. And, and I truly intended to be there for you. I intended to to be there with you and we were going to make it a party and it and it came on and he was the first one and i just froze i was like in a tractor beam <laughs> i couldn't breathe and then i was starting to recover and mary came out oh god mary J., who is my hero of life i couldn't breathe i couldn't move i'm sorry i couldn't dance with you but it's okay you were amazing i was watching you out of the corner of my <laughs> eye i was just in it and at one point i thought my children are probably horrified right now. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, so after last night, I finally, I didn't have my phone with me all day, so I didn't get to see any of the memes while it was happening. And then finally, when I went to bed last night, I'm looking at my phone and seeing all the memes. And I had to send Nicole the one where <laughs> <laughs> it's from um, oh, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, where the gal is like, look away! <laughs> And the meme was like what the mom would be telling her children while yes. she breaks it down. Yes. I was all of the memes. I was total classic. Yes. But I just couldn't help it. It was just too amazing. I was so proud. And where when Mary J came out looking fine oh. and body confident and like. Just powerful. Oh, so powerful. Mm. It was amazing. Like I just. Go, like, out of the gut of my soul. Get it, girl! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, it was amazing. It was. And I feel sorry for the people who don't have the same love relationship of all of those performers that we do because they didn't get to fully experience the magic of the best halftime show of all time. It really was great. And I, can we just say also that some of the dancers, I was liking the like body positivity, the like wide variety, like give me some oh, thick girls too. Yes. And like in their beauty. And I mean, obviously there's some booty shaking and, you know, scantily, whatever. But go. I was feeling it. Yes. I was in. Yes. I, I, I admire your self-restraint that you did not drop it like it was I, hot. I really, I, I got very close at one point and all I could think is like, Again, all of these men that we are good friends with are all in this room. Yeah. And I'm not, I have not had enough liquid courage to not care. <laughs> I would like to go back in time. It literally was the only time we saw these fools. They were all downstairs the whole time <laughs> watching the game, which was lovely and perfect. And most of the women, like it was a segregated situation for the most part. And they come up during the halftime show and invaded our space to be able to truly like have a woman empowerment moment. Yes. I think they were, you know, I think the goal was like, Oh, this will be so fun. Of we're course. Together. And of course, you know, you get food and booze and all the things. Sure. But um, yeah, it was a little like, okay, never mind. Could you please leave? We have things to do. In I got some really shaking to do that. I do feel a little uncomfortable. Yes. Right yes. And I'm, tight spaces. I did. Yes. <laughs> well, and all, I mean, if I'm being honest, I love the, I love the family, wonderful inclusiveness and the generational, like 
bridging of the gap that we were all together, but also the children. I was like, get out of here. You can't even enjoy this appropriately. <laughs> you are yeah. harsh. What is that term? Harsh in my vibe or oh. whatever. <laughs> That's not true. I wasn't thinking any of those things because I was just transfixed. Yes. It was great. I'm going to watch it again today in the comfort of my own home alone. Oh, me too. Oh. Yes, definitely. Maybe I might have to pour myself some gin and juice first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> recreate. Recreate. Yes. No, I, but I, on a serious note, it was so, I was just so happy that that culture was so celebrated. And so, I mean, I know it has taken a lot of like, People taking a lot of shit and like it, like far too little, far too late type of thing. Yeah. In in regards to like celebrating a culture that has changed our world and that has really been very minimized, you know, over the years. And I don't know. I'm sure there's all sorts of like political things or political beliefs behind it or whatever, but. I really just felt very happy that that culture was being so so celebrated, even in the like, like you're saying, all the shapes and sizes of the dancers like that. It it was just beautiful. Yes. And um, yeah, it was it was it felt like a moment in time that I hope gets to continue and go further. Agreed. Well, and then the surprise guest. Oh, don't get me started on 50. Yeah, it was good. I know. I was just, I was waiting for you to say his name because I'm like 50, 50. Well, I mean, I'm a white woman and I'm just going to be a white woman. Sure. So we're just going to embrace like, yeah, but 50. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it was, that was exciting. It was very exciting. Yes. Yes. It was, it was, there were some creative weirdnesses like the hanging upside down I still don't understand I don't I don't know that it really had a a symbol to it like a meaning a deeper meaning I'm not sure that it did but I thought it was still kind of cool it was very cool and he also is a very beautiful human being um also Jim is like his favorite favorite of all time I think is Tupac and so when it started Dre on the piano playing the keys for the Tupac, like the classic Tupac, whatever, piano. I I don't have the words. I'm a white woman in suburbia. But anyway, it was Tupac from the grave-ish. And it was so cool. See, okay, so I... There was a lot of symbolism. I didn't didn't pick up on that. That is, I'm not as knowledgeable on that front. So that's very cool. Yes, yes. I think that gave Jim the all-over body tingles. But <laughs> You know what? You guys are tingling together. Well done. <laughs> yes, I did catch his eye a couple of times in a come-hither sort of way. <laughs> That's why you guys left in the truck. Yeah. We're like, we gotta go somewhere. We'll be right back. BRB. <laughs> Can you turn on that Dre song I love? Oh, my God. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. Oh, I love it. Okay. So for those of you who don't care about the Super Bowl or any of these people, we will now be transitioning to new material. Unless you have more you want to say. Nope. I think that's good. I um, I don't know what else. It's been, it's been a time. Oh, we did go to dinner 
And the fire alarm went off, so we oh, got to stand outside for like a half hour in the cold. That was entertaining. Oh, you guys. It was a moment. And we had this lovely dinner, and we were having very deep, meaningful conversations. I know. It was like so good to the point that, you know, when the waitress comes over and or the server or whatever, and and it was like, oh, you want something again? You're here again. What do you need? You leave us alone. We will order our food when we're ready. We know we've already been here an hour. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but we will tip you well. Okay. Yes. We will tip you. So what if you have our table reserved? Oh, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. That was an interesting thing. The fire alarm going off. We had to clear every person, like the managers, the chefs, the Every person had to leave the restaurant, stand on the freezing cold sidewalk. And we had just gotten our food. Yeah. So the boys grabbed the men, brought their food out, brought their plates out. Brilliant. Which was smart. We covered ours with like something else. Uh And I brought my drink out. Yeah. Also brilliant. I brought my nothing out. (laughs) So, you know. And I... I mean, I've never been so grateful for the um, body temperature of menopause in my life because I had on this sweater that was literally just full of holes with a tank top under it. But, like, the sleeves were just, like, lace. Anyway, it provided zero warmth. But I was standing out there just fine. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're cold. Right. Poor Aaron was just frigid. A popsicle. He was a popsicle, but, you know... I rarely say poor Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can feel for him because I too did not have a coat, but I was fine. Yes, <clears throat> not that I didn't in that moment, poor Aaron. But yeah, yeah, he's a he's a his newest nickname is Bougie Bear because it's a pampered life for that that Bougie Bear. Well, there is that. You know, I mean, he works hard for the money, but. <laughs> uh, but also <laughs> yeah as your kids get older it is kind of funny like we definitely are coming into those, some of those realizations of like okay we used to have to really be you know you can now spend the diaper money on yourselves just saying mm. you know you, you, there's the days where you really got to scrimp and be really thoughtful of like is that dollar pop going to screw us right now? Like, I don't think we should do that. And then you get to a point where you're like, damn that I can do. Yes. I can do that. Yes. I don't have to worry as much. Yes. And, uh, it is a nice place. That is a nice place. So well done. Bougie, bougie bear. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Um, I, so before we had dinner, I had a day, um, so we woke up Saturday morning in the hotel. We knew we weren't really getting together with you guys until dinner time. And so I had a whole day to fill. And Jim was going to do like man stuff with Aaron and a couple of man buddies. And I could have hung out with some girlfriends and like had a social time or whatever and connected with girlfriends. But I was, we have a lot going on right now. Like we just have a lot of decisions to make and a lot of just, Oh, so many transitions. And, um, my brain was, uh, at, excuse me, at capacity. And I felt like I needed to get my bearings. So I made this decision that, um, 
I was just going to have some alone time. But Jim took the, the truck and I didn't have a vehicle. So I decided to just let him go do his thing. And I was just going to hang out. We were staying downtown. So I was just going to hang out downtown, do a little shopping. Like there's a beautiful park in downtown Spokane. And I just needed, I needed all of that. So I spent five and a half hours in downtown Spokane, which is not a large place. I mean, it's, (laughs) there's only so many things. Um, but I spent a good chunk of time in the park at the, if you're on my Instagram, you saw like there's these beautiful falls in downtown Spokane that are my favorite. And um, they're very like back when I first moved here 27 years ago, I would always go to this place, clear my head, whatever. It felt just like my soul went home while I was standing there watching the falls, listening to the water like it was very very needed and then i just wandered spokane like your average homeless lady i (laughs) your average homeless lady i um sat on a park bench for a good long time and then i wandered and got a hot coffee to keep me warm while i wandered (laughs) i did it um no but i it was very fun and very soothing to my brain and then well at the beginning of this i got this wild hair that i was gonna go get a tattoo and this place that i have been wanting to use had walk-in availability which has never happens and so they put me on the list i was slotted for a certain time so i just had time to kill until then and um, then it got canceled and my heart was devastated. But while I was waiting for that appointment across the way, like when it was getting to appointment time across the way, it was this little sports bar. And I was like, oh, this is close. I'll go in and just kind of be here for whenever they call me over. And I went into a bar alone and sat at the bar and ordered a drink and chatted up the bartender like a movie for the first time in my life. And it was fabulous. I felt like such a grown-up woman. You should all do it. You should go you should go do it. Unless you're in recovery, then you should not. Then you should definitely not do that. <laughs> it was it was very cool. So anyway, I had a day with myself to settle my brain, and it was very lovely. Yeah. The end. The end. Yeah, I, I've i had those experiences, but, like, it's a lot of times, like, at the airport mm-hmm. or um, some work travel or something, but not, sure. not a lot. Not in your own hometown. Not at a hockey bar down the street. Not at a hockey bar down the street. Well, it's waiting for you. There you go. I got to do it. Get on it. It was It was just very, like, chatting with the bartender. It was just a very, it was a movie moment. You know how they say, like, make your life a movie. Like, make the ordinary into special things. That's what I did that day. And I very much enjoyed it. I also walked seven miles, and I'm tired still. <laughs> <laughs> I need to exercise more if I'm going to continue these adventures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel that. 
sometimes we just have to take the time to spend time with ourselves. Like I, my whole point was I needed to spend time with myself to identify how I was feeling because I knew I had all of these jumbled up things going on inside of me and I could not identify why or what was going on. So I was like, you know what? Wandering the streets like a homeless lady is probably going to give it to me. No. Um, I, I just, it was very nice. It was much needed for my soul and my brain. And I did get some clarity and then I got day drunk and <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good though. I think it's really easy, at least for me to just be so in it on the day to day that it's, it's easy to keep just being busy yes. and to like, I'll figure that out at some point. I'm feeling all these things, but I don't have time to delve in and I don't really know where to start. And so I'm just going to set that off for another day. Yeah. Someday, someday in my la la land, ethereal brain where I'm going to have like a whole month to just <laughs> think about stuff and figure it out. And the reality is I, you, sometimes you barely have a day right? or an afternoon. Like when the hell do I ever think I'm going to have like a whole week or a <laughs> whatever, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> to just make that important and take that time. Okay. I could do these other things, but I think I need to spend a little time ruminating. I think I need to spend a little time letting myself, giving myself the, the space to actually feel Yes. What is going on and trying to, to figure out what it is exactly that I'm feeling. Yeah. Is so important. And, uh, sometimes it takes that time like you did. Sometimes it takes, for me, it often takes friends saying, what's going on with you? (laughs) <laughs> As I've recently had several times where people have, <laughs> I am worried about you. Yeah. And it's always so impactful to be loved well and to have people see you and notice. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, especially recently, it's just, I feel like I've been going at such a stupid pace that I also, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. What are you, what, what do you think it is? <laughs> Can you please tell me what's wrong with me? <laughs> I feel it. I feel that, you know, but uh, just on autopilot. I mean, I don't know if other people can relate to that, but I've just been on autopilot and kind of, I just keep pushing off like, well, I'll have to figure that out later. I don't have time yeah. to just figure it out later. Yeah. And, um, as we were talking and just whatever, just kind of realizing, obviously there's just been a weightiness and the, there's a weightiness with the world right now. Yeah. And that's not necessarily new, but I don't know. I come in contact with a lot of people that are just going through it and it's mm-hmm. heavy and health stuff and family stuff. It's just a lot. Yeah. Um, but I realized for myself that I am so quick to like, I want others to be at peace. And I don't mean like world peace, like really like, <laughs> uh, 
humanitarian style. I don't mean that. I just mean like in my practical life, like I want you to be okay. And I want my kids to be okay. And I want Aaron to be okay. And I want work to be okay. And you know, my friends and whatever. And so I will take it. I will take it. I will carry it. I will take it. I will. I, and, and it is, um, at the expense of my own peace. Yeah. Like that is literally like, I would rather have everyone else be okay and be cared for and me not be, um, like on the inner world part. Yeah. And I am getting to a point where it's, I can't, I can't keep operating that way. Yeah. And even having that realization as we were talking that as it was coming out of my mouth was when I felt like I was seeing it and I even kind of stopped. Yeah. And it like, I got emotional and it like, felt like a moment of like, holy shit. Yeah. Like that's the truth of it felt all of a sudden I like felt like my eyes opened and I don't know. It was, it was, it was really impactful and I still need to, there's a lot there that I think I still need to unpack. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And there's like a lifetime of stuff. Right. Right. Like, you know, as so many of us have experienced, like I have parents that were divorced, like, my biological and I can share about all this at a different point too, but like, I don't have relationship. I don't, I've cut off contact from my biological dad, uh, which happened when I was 18 because I could legally. Right. And I didn't have a lot of relationship up and, you know, before then, because he's incredibly uh, unhealthy and unsafe. Mm-hmm. And to the point of um, things that I had, didn't even remember like right. body, you know, the body knows, right. What's yes. the, keeps the score yeah. or something is the book, but like in, in ways of like <clears throat> so deep seated that you feel it, but you don't even have memory of it. Um, but it was just a really unsafe environment. And it was the, you know, I was a child of the eighties mm-hmm. and my mom was poor and that was before the internet. And she, didn't have a lot of resources. And so she felt very stuck Mm -hmm. and like, she didn't, she wasn't able to protect me um, because the system didn't, wasn't set up to protect her and I or me and um, all of that. And so uh, all of that to say it was, it was a, there was a lot of times where I was in a really, Uh, unsafe environments. Mm -hmm. And so when I, as I got older, I knew like, as soon as I'm 18 and I get to choose, I'm done. And you will not, you will not know me. You will not know my future family. And that is still the case. And I've had moments of wondering like, should that maybe, maybe things have changed. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe whatever. Mm -hmm. But ultimately when I even dip my toe in that direction. I have such a strong sense of no. Yeah. Like, hell no. Yeah. Like, like we're talking, you know, unsafe with anger, unsafe sexual abuse, um, alcoholism, you know, like he came even, I mean, my parents divorced when I was two. Yeah. Of the, of, of with him. Yeah. And then my dad is my stepdad technically, but like, that's my dad. Yeah. And that's a whole other 
conversation and relationship, but um, the biological situation, I mean, you know, I'd be five years old and he went to the bar and sometimes he would take me, make me go to the bar with him. Mm-hmm. And I would sit in the bathroom with drunk women crying and, you know, like that's fucked up. You don't do that. Who, what? Yeah. Um, or he would, once that was, I think, you know, a misstep on his part, <laughs> then he would leave me alone at his trailer mm-hmm. at five. Wow. And go drinking. Yeah. And, you know, I was scared. I didn't yeah. know where I was. And I, thankfully, my mom at that point, literally, to, all I had was, here's grandma's number. Here's my number. Yeah. And, you know, like in your little backpack or whatever, like call if you're scared. Mm-hmm. So you call and you're like crying, like I'm alone and I don't know where I am. And it's scary, you know. Yeah. And what a helpless feeling that she had to have had. Yeah. But um, also realizing in that point, I remember being that age and thinking, my mom can't handle knowing all the things that are going on. Yeah. I knew in that moment, like all the things that I was being put through, I couldn't tell her because she couldn't handle it. Yeah. Like it was too, it was too much and she felt too uh, helpless. Mm-hmm. But even emotionally, like I knew at that point, like my mom couldn't handle this. And I had to just hold that as a little kid um, and handle it myself as, as much as I could and, and whatever. And even as an adult talking with my mom and said, you know, there was things I couldn't tell you because I did. And I knew that you couldn't handle it. And her response was, you're right. Yeah. So even having that reiterated. Right. Right. And it wasn't, and, and I love my mom and she's an amazing person, but it was an era right, where that was just the reality, Yeah, you know, and almost to have it reiterated of like, yep, you're right. I couldn't handle that. Right. Was in one hand shocking. And so not the kind of parent that I right. am, the kind of person that I am probably be obviously because of those experiences, right? Like you determine a lot of things uh, we all do, right? At different eras of life. And so that was one of those eras where it was like, oh, I will, I will be the parent. I will handle some shit. Yeah. And my kids will never have to, to the best of my ability, I never want them to feel like they have to be the grown up. Right. That, that I am not going to take care of business and carry it uh, for them. Yeah. And that is, I think, right order of yeah. things yeah. on one hand. But what it also did is set in motion a sense that in every circumstance, yeah, it's mine to carry. Yeah. To absolutely asinine levels yeah. <laughs> of... Uh, like one of the things we had talked about was like this trip that we've got, we're going with a, a another couple friend and they are our dear friends. Well, we're planning a trip in the era of COVID yeah, and talk about a bunch of shit that is out of all of our control. Yeah. And yet I have been freaking out and stressing out uh, like on behalf of, of all of us. 
as if I have any stupid control, <laughs> like all the way down, you guys, to the, like the most ridiculous level of like the weather. Oh my God, what if it rains? Oh my God, it's totally on me and they're going to have a bad time and I need to figure out what we should do because it's somehow my responsibility <laughs> to which at least that got so ridiculous yes. that even I yes. could <laughs> stop and go, well, you don't control the weather, crazy lady. <laughs> and like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll set that responsibility down. That is one thing I truly don't have any control yes, over. Yes. But it's been in such a silly way, but I think just in the way that life can do the stress that and the that small picture circumstance has brought to light for me is the level of responsibility that I pick up yeah in damn near every circumstance yeah whether it's mine to do or not yeah that that there are things that that is life and that is my place like like I said with my kids or you know the family or fr- you know dear friends even of yeah carrying them because you love them mm-hmm and then there's all the rest of like, yeah, I cannot operate in a way as if, as that five-year-old did, like <laughs> it's inappropriate. It's, yeah. it's not reasonable. It's cr- crazy mm-hmm. to think that that's mine to do. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. Right. And yet I have been operating for a very long time uh, trying to carry the weight of so many circumstances and so many things. And I'm just starting to kind of scratch the surface of realizing that. Mm -hmm. So that's what's new with me, guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's super light and no big deal. And <laughs> Oh man, but what a brave realization. Yeah, I don't, brave feels weird to say, but sure. It's, it's weird. It's, but real and true. Yeah. It's brave because that is literally the way you've created safety for yourself your whole life. Yes. And to look at it and say, this is not healthy for me. Right. Or my people or, you know, my relationships, even though this is safety, I have to. I have to acknowledge that this is not working. Yes. Well, it's that, uh, that sentiment, right? What got you through the first half of life mm-hmm. is not going to carry you through the second. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So we're doing some unpacking. Yes. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> well, I, um, Jim's going to be mad because we're stopping here and we're not digging in and having a therapy session. Jim, suck it. Like, <laughs> piss off. No, I'm kidding. We will We will definitely delve. Yes, this is the thing. This is something that you literally realized yesterday. And so yes. 
um, please know we're not like dropping this bomb and like, okay, we're going to just walk away now. Here's right. part of Nicole's life and do without what you will. Yeah. Like that yeah. is not the intent at all, but she's literally just shared everything she knows. <laughs> I, honestly. Yes. Well, and even like I had no intention or thought that I would ever even, not ever, but like that I would share about like the, you know, little kid stuff. Like yeah. that just kind of came out. Yeah. Sorry guys. <laughs> no, don't you dare say you're sorry. And, and I, I want to talk about that because when we sat down, <laughs> we have been, I've been here for three days. We've been talking about like, okay, what are we, you know, in being seen in that series, what's next? Do we want to go there? Like, are we mentally capable right now? And have been talking for three days. What are we going to talk about? And like looking at each other blankly. And when we sat down to push record still, yeah, like we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, uh, a couple of funny things. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. And even, you know, last night talking, you were like, I mean, I can start or right before I push record, I can tell a little bit about what happened yesterday, but I mean, it's not even fully formed. Yeah. And, but that is so amazing. Yeah. And, and that's the bravery, like. You're letting us see you in the process of this. And that is incredible. And it you did share things that you weren't expecting to share because you weren't even necessarily expecting to share anything. <laughs> but yeah. it's isn't it incredible the things that come up? Like when you when there starts to be cracks in the dam, like yeah. The things that come out that it's like, oh, wow. I didn't even realize this was part of this or, you know, whatever. But as we are taking steps to figure out what this podcast means, what we want it to be for us and, and then how we share it with you guys, um, it's, it's, like, I don't know. It's just opening doors. It, I feel like for me, knowing that there are people who are listening that are, um, it really matters. Like they're hearing things from our story and it's making you guys um, see things in your own story or open doors in your own story or heart or life or whatever of like, Oh, that relates to me in this way, or I feel this in this way or whatever. It's like a mandate. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't stop. Like we're all in this together. We're all, we have had a lifetime of, Whatever build up and whatever has happened in our lives to bring us to this point of creating systems to protect ourselves, to create safety for ourselves, to, you know, cope with life. And we're all in this together of like, okay, what's the next step? Like, we got to get healthy girls. We got work to do. Yeah. We got 
a patriarchy to tear down or (laughs) (laughs) no, but I mean, yes, yes, (laughs) yes. But the most important thing is like, we have a soul to heal. Yes. And I think joy to experience that we've been so busy carrying shit, old shit. Yeah. That we haven't been able to fully. Yes. It's not that we haven't at all, but like, of course that crap keeps me from bound up yes. on some level. Yes. From truly being present, truly, you know, when, when you live in hypervigilance yes. all the time, ready, at the ready mm-hmm. to protect, at the ready to carry it all, at the ready to yes. do the things. I mean, my God. Yeah. It's really hard to let down. It's really hard to like, because it feels like you're letting feels like you're letting everyone down if you let down yeah and we can't do that mm-hmm. so shit <laughs> yeah yeah so it's time to work on some stuff so sorry that was a it was a very mixed bag today we're not gonna be sorry okay <laughs> something else we're working on we don't apologize anymore <laughs> It has been, that has been wild to, I mean, not the not apologizing, but Kelly is on it. it, She is in a whole new space, y'all. It is impressive. (laughs) My poor husband. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I am. Yeah. It's been cool. Yeah. I, um. I'm on a mission and I don't even realize I'm on a mission, but inside my soul is on a mission of, especially in my circle and my, my people who are holding me up and helping me through the hard days and helping me love myself because they love me so deeply. Um, Like, Nicole always says that I, like, drag them along (laughs) for the ride. But really, it's, um, I'm going to be free, and I don't want to be free alone. Yeah. And so you're coming with. And part of that is, we're not fucking sorry anymore. (laughs) We're not sorry for things that... Well, that we have no reason to be sorry. Exactly. It's it's the it's the ultimately, it's the I'm sorry I took up space. I'm yes. sorry I am a person that needs or that <sighs> has desires or that has thoughts or feelings that takes up some room, and not sorry. Yeah. Tired of being sorry. Yeah. For those things, and the stupid part that is also true is. Our husbands are not wanting us to be sorry. Oh, God, no. Like, they are thrilled. Yes. Honest to God. Genuinely, like, dear God, finally, please. Yes. Even when they know that that means their bougie-pampered life that we are providing to them is going to change some. Yeah. And they are going to have to carry more weight. And they're going to have to support us in different ways or support 
our life in different ways and, and carry some more weight or whatever. Even if that's just for a season while we're figuring all of this out. Right. They're like, yes, yep. go. I love this you. Yes. It's worth it. Well, and the freedom that they're seeing yes. happen and the, the true joy and the true, like, being present. Yeah. Like, they want that. Yes. Yeah. And a good one does. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. For you. Yeah. In the same way that a good friend wants that for you. Exactly. And I think it's important to also say that because, you know, it's uh, sometimes it can sound like I'm not doing it and like as if they've been yeah. making us. And a lot of right. times that's not the case. <laughs> yeah. It's just shit we've picked up. Yeah. Stuff we've done. Yeah. Because we thought that's what it was supposed to look like. Yeah. That was what we were taught a good wife looked like. That was what, whatever. And, um, and, and in my case with Jim, like there are some things that I do and he's, it's because he, he gave up trying to fight me to not do it, you know, like, well, you're determined. And some things he very much is happy that he never had to do. (laughs) Haven't had to think about that. Great. Yes. You know? Yeah. But um, and, and I, I'm not going to lie, finding a new normal is hard. It's, you know, finding, and I am at a place right now of, I don't want to, I don't want to do a lot of things. And some of those things I probably should do, but I don't want to. And, you know, I'm going to give myself a little time to, to work that I don't want us. <laughs> it's so good though. There is something good in that. It like freedom. You guys, I can't, freedom is incredible. Freedom to recognize your feelings and not apologize for them. And just be and work through in your time, in your space, putting yourself on the priority list at the top is amazing and I my whole adult life have been like well you know the kids come first this comes first this comes first this comes first like you're saying like someday I will have a week to work through all of this and I it will be okay that week never fucking comes right 20 years later still it does not come and um it's five minutes here and five minutes there And stopping and making yourself take a break and feel your feel, breathe for two minutes. And maybe that means you put it on a shelf and you know you're going to have to come back to it later. That's okay. But you've acknowledged it right now. And we don't do that because it's our defense mechanism. Why the fuck would I want to feel that? Right. Why would I want to acknowledge that this is how I've been operating in safety? Because it is safety. Like, I'm not going to tear that down right now. I don't have time to fall apart. Yes. And how many of us have that even? Like, when hard stuff is going on on a personal level or on a family level, we can't all be falling apart. Yes. So, you know, but then there has to be that give and take. We're like, okay, now it's my turn. Yeah. It does need to, we does need to come around to that occasionally. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And you and I have the type of personality, the type of trauma, the type of all of it that 
it doesn't ever come around and we don't want it to come around. Right. Um, and until thank God we have people in our lives who are like, I am worried. You're not you. Um, just something feels off, even if you can't explain it or, wow, the way you reacted to that situation is not typical. Right. Like, where are you what right now? What is happening right now? And thank God for those people. Thank the universe and the goddess herself. Yeah, <laughs> agree. Whoever you thank, thank them. Yeah. Um, because we don't always see ourselves because we don't want to. Yep. But, and that is why going back, you are so brave. Thank you. Um, so stay tuned for Nicole's journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might come in little, little spurts, spurts. Like that. Yeah. Stay tuned after a Mexican vacation yes. with tequila tastings. And and maybe you'll have it all figured out. Maybe that's the... Tequila might be the answer. It might be the answer. No, it's not. <laughs> I do not endorse this message. I agree. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> but a little break. Yes. From all of the things. Yes. Light. Yes. I continue to be jealous and consciously release my jealousy so that you can enjoy it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm super excited to keep growing. Yep. It's good. Yeah. This is a mixed bag. Not sorry. Okay. Thanks for joining us as we process. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Uh, everything's not fine. That's right. <laughs> Except for Mary J and Dr. Dre. <laughs> and he is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, text us, message us, tell us how you're doing. Did we just destroy your world? Are you falling apart now because we gave you permission? Right. Congratulations. Congratulations. Join us on this roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good week. Next week, Nicole will be in Mexico. I will come up with some fun episode or we will skip a week. Who knows? Who's to say? But, uh... No, we probably won't skip a week. I probably will have all kinds of parties to share with you. Um, I'm rambling. Have a good week. We love you. Love you.